Episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. Yep. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I'll get some scone. What is that? A scone or a little blueberry cranberry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually might not start again. We'll just leave it in. Yeah, the wire was fucked. It's all good. It, it, today in, in outdoor studio, Primera Taza, yeah, you know, drinking some coffee, having some, some baked goods. Rafa, what's up, man? I, I got to do a full intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you finish your breakfast. Um, stalling for time, really. I, Sorry, you just have to bring <laughs> it up right when I took a bite of that scone. Uh, timing, good morning, timing, bro. Timing. Thanks for having me on. I know it's been a minute. We've been talking about um, yeah. having me on. We finally yeah. like matched schedules and yeah. my schedule of like you know sleeping and <laughs> is it <laughs> is it the, the part cat special? No. You know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, happy to be here, and um, definitely, I'm glad that it's not that hot out here right now, and amongst all this graffiti right here by Vile, and Chose, and yeah. Rule, and Mr. Palmer, some dope-ass graffiti right here. Definitely, definitely, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you know what, I guess, I mean, we yeah, we saw Vile for sure, right? Another local cat. Um, but it's just weird how this whole thing is intertwined, man. I, I would say... I, I think people would be interested to know or, or f- would find it interesting that I had known you like maybe 10 years ago. Mm. <laughs> I had met you like 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and it was, and, and it was, I don't want to say like, you know, I knew you and then I, I, you know, turned around and then I came back and I was like, he's a photographer now? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe I guess. You were always what was I doing back then? You were a golfer. Oh, we, no, we, I had... We hung out. I mean, I was always a golf player, yeah. I yeah, still yeah. kind of play, but not as much as I used to. And, um, yeah, and I had the El Golfero thing going El on. El Golfero. So, so I had yeah. met you because um, Garfield High, uh, went to high school with uh, with your daughter. Um, and then I think she noticed that we're talking about playing golf. And she's like... Yeah, I used to smoke cigars and play golf. You that's did, what it was. We're, yeah. the, we're the weird kids in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the bad kids. Also doing graffiti <laughs> and uh, and skateboarding, so it was kind of an interesting mix. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, but it was yeah. true. Me and my buddy Jeebus would just hang out and smoke cigars. Wait, you have a buddy named Jeebus? Yeah, Jeebus, man. He would hang out. He, he was there. Is that his real name? His name is, his name is Jesus. Jesus. We've been calling him Jeebus since middle school. Jeebus. I love it. And I, it was weird because... You know how, like, you go to somebody's house, and then they they called him Jesse at his house, and I was yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, like, if you go to my family events, they call me Ralph. Ralph? <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. So I grew up um, in East L.A. being called Ralph. Wow. Up until I got to um, uh, East L.A. College, I wanted to change my transcripts back to Rafael, so that's when people started calling me Rafa. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so then I took on Rafa. I never called myself Rafa. People started calling me Rafa, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh. I still introduce myself as Rafael, yeah. but people like to call me Rafa instead of like the full name. So anyways, okay. that's how I like went through the name transition. But Jeebus. Oh, dude, he got stuck with that. My mom calls him that's Jeebus. Dope. <laughs> Jeebus. I like it. Yeah, yeah. No, but I've known him since, you know, since then. And, 
And then, yeah, your daughter was like, well, you know, you, my dad loves playing golf. And I that's was like, right. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, man, that's when we, that's when we met you. We, yeah. we went out to, uh, I remember we went out to, like, Pico. Pico has a golf course, like yeah. a public course. We're there, yeah. like, at 6 in the morning. Yeah. And we got a golf set from these old dudes. <laughs> because we're there early, and they're like, what are you guys? They're like, oh, we're waiting for somebody, for a friend. And, uh, and they're like, you don't have, like, Golf clubs, because I think we rented, like... You guys were waiting for me that day? We were waiting for you that day. It was, like, a 6.30 in the morning tea time or some shit. Mm. <laughs> like, this is stupid early. Mm. I think that was the last time we went early. Wow. And uh, and the guys were like, why rent him? Like, you know, and he went to his car, and he had, like, this old set. People like that in golf are dope. There's so right. many people like that, yeah. Right. Like, he he went, go, he's like, this was my son's set. Yeah. He moved out. and Grow the know. sport. Always share it with, with younger people, you know, like, yeah. Definitely. Get started. Because once you get started, you got hooked, right? That was it. That was it. I got hooked for a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it did take up a lot of time. But there was, we yeah, we, we played well, that day. You know what I'm going to get you hooked on now? Uh, Disc golf. Disc golf? <laughs> like frisbee golf? That's what I do now, yeah. Oh, son of a yeah, gun. Yeah, I do that a lot more than, than regular golf. And, is, um, it, is it because, like, just golf got... No, I, I got invited by friends, <laughs> uh-huh. and so I White started friends. doing it. <clears throat> No, no, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Because I knew my, my buddy Luke plays yeah. freaking, you know, disc golf, but I get it. His name's Luke, you know? No, it's all, it's all Mexican dudes, yeah. Really? All brown people, yeah. And um, it's, it's like golf where it's just you against, you know, the disc, where on, on, on golf it's you against the ball, just you yourself, you know? Yeah. So um, there's different kind of discs, and each... You know, you have a driver, yes. a mid-range, and a putter, and they all have a, a different job to do, and they all um, also, like, you know, um, go either right or left according to the numbers on the really? the disc. Yeah, so it'll tell you, like, the trajectory. It'll tell you how hard you have to throw it. It'll tell you this is going to go, like, two degrees right and then turn left and fall. So you kind of, like, have to learn your discs that way and and um yeah it's the same thing like you could it's competitive if you want to beat your friend you know mm-hmm. like if you want to start wanting to like win then it gets a lot of fun if you're just out there throwing a disc then, then you're like, having beer and, and yeah you're just throwing a, a disc but yeah. if you like want mm-hmm. to get better at it it becomes um a lot of fun but the good thing about it at my age is that um i'm 48 we were just talking about that the good thing about it is that it's a two-hour to three-hour hike because oh, you're in, you know, it's right here, like Chavez Ridge, um, right by Dodger Stadium. That's That course is so difficult because it's, like, <clears throat> on hillsides, and if you miss, your disc could go all the way down, like, a hillside. So you got to climb all the way down the ridge, find your disc, throw it back up, and walk back Holy, up. How much are the discs? They're not expensive. You could buy a, a starter set for less than twenty bucks, okay, or around twenty bucks at Big Five. Mm-hmm. Um, then once you start getting like specialized discs, then yeah. of course you can get like twenty dollar per disc. Then get the Callaways of, of discs. But you only need three discs. Okay. Yeah. Um, Man, you know what's great? Yeah. Seren- but it's serendipity. A lot of fun. This a lot is fun. fucking so serendipitous. We were literally playing with the frisbee yesterday. <laughs> we were playing with the frisbee. We we're having a good time playing. Like my mm. my lady. And her uh, her nephew, that's nine, mm-hmm. we're throwing it back and forth, and the toddler gets in the middle, dodges a bunch of shots, and then he goes to play with the little playhouse. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad she did it, not me. She decks him with the freaking disc by accident, <laughs> just by accident, we're straight to the baby's face, man. He cried like 
it, it, there's a there's a sound that you get from yeah. from hitting a child <laughs> with the, with the disc that's just it's beautiful i think it's just beautiful <laughs> Again, I'm so happy it happened to her and yeah, not yeah, me because it, no, it could have happened to anybody know. else. Because when like, you do yeah. it, the sound is different. Oh, the sound is different. The <laughs> way somebody else does it, you're yeah. like, oh, that's cool. That's hilarious. That belongs yeah. on that freaking uh, kids getting hurt page. Too. Oh, exactly. Yeah, how yeah, you deserved it. You wanted too many cookies, that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's really weirdly serendipitous. All right, so then yeah. playing that now. Yeah, it's cool. If you want to head out one day, we'll do yeah. it. It's it's a really good. Um, the fuck is you'll, this? You'll see. It's like it's ten years dope. ago again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I can give you a starter set. I have a bunch okay. of starter sets. Oh, yeah, awesome man. They take my nephews out all the time. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's dope. I'm gonna practice this weekend. I'm gonna. And it's it's much kids. different than a frisbee. Really? So instead of practicing, like look it up on YouTube, like how to throw. A disc. Yeah, they have weird techniques, right? Yeah, when you throw them like flat. Yeah, so you gotta it's it's a it's a hole across the chest, straight flat. Oh shoot! I'm making sound effects here because it's radio. (laughs) But yeah, the soundboard out. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not good at it. It's this sounds so echoey. Is it you or me? Or does it sound echoey on you? Yeah, it sounds echoey. Okay, Um, probably change it. Let me see. Just a little bit, a lot of reverb on that. Just so I sound like a regular person. Test, test. See, does that does that? Bueno, bueno, bueno. A little bit. Change this is live, people. No, it's not live, but it, it is kind of live. live for us. I mean, I'm making these changes live. Yeah. yeah here I come directing uh, and sound checking and. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, what it's was I saying? Now I forgot. Oh wait. We'll go from there. Yeah, I think it was the way. Let me see. No, this one sounds a little bit better. Huh. The other one sounded robotic almost. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I did change like did the, change the compression and all that stuff. All right. hey, so I are we on the opposite side of the? Yeah. Are we like on now on oh, left dude, and right? Yeah, we're flitched. We're yeah, we're switched over. How crazy is that? People <laughs> are, are we jogging. still recording this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is live. Yeah. This is so live, dude. So now frisbee golf. Yeah, disc golf. Yeah, it's disc a lot golf. of fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Very, it's like what people say bicycling, you know? It's like, dude, it's fucking cycling, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I get a little upset. Well, know? yeah, because it's not a frisbee. It's it's not, the design is not exactly the same. It's a, it's disc. a disc. And it has different, like, aerodynamics and stuff. Uh-huh. little history. Yeah. It was invented by, well, I don't know if it was invented, but the first ever um, permanent disc golf course is up at JPL. So all the guys at JPL that played it, decided uh-huh. to like make a permanent disc golf course and oh. the sport grew from there damn yeah. it makes sense that it was made by you know yeah. people by scientists aerodynamics yeah yeah man i remember when i used to work at enterprise rent a car in pasadena mm-hmm. we used to rent to them and we i remember we stayed late once like we we never extend our hours but we did for them because if they were landing a fucking uh, a mars rover <laughs> and then they, they try to explain this like yeah we're renting 20 cars for our people and it's like, uh-huh, yeah, like, of course we're going to stay open yeah. for you guys, right? But yeah. it's like, how come how come so late? And it's like, no, it's actually early. We're, we're on Mars time. And I was like, <laughs> where do you get a watch that's Mars time, you know? Like in this. Well, you don't need it. It's on a, on your iPhone app. Just put, oh, no. well, okay. Well. Cupertino, Los Cupertino, Angeles, Mars. Mars, yeah. It might be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to say hot as, hot yeah. as hell. 
traffic is going to be Hot as hell, zero traffic, yeah. All red. It's just going to be all red red at the Red Planet. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, damn, dude. You know, another thing, man, another thing that was nutty to me, and I remember you you were the first person that I came across that went to comedy clubs, like, Oh yeah, back then. That's a good thing you brought that up because I was actually, like, "Oh, dude, I, I love." I, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I love comedy and stuff." He's like, "Yeah, you should go to the club." And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, there's you, you can go to the club, you know? Yeah. And you were like, "Oh, you didn't know there was comedy clubs?" No, nah, man. Anyway, yeah. there was like hip hop shows, you know, and you could be part of the hip hop scene because you go to yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. That's the first time I heard about it, yeah. anybody that was like part of the comedy scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, I was, yeah, go, and I was hanging out in the back and. You know, George Lopez was in the parking lot talking yeah, shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. You hang out with these people? Well, back in the days, I would go a lot to um, the Ice, Ice House. House. And um, I happened to meet Rudy Moreno, who ran the Wednesday night. I mean, it used to be, was it Wednesday too? Anyways, he ran the Latino night for decades. Yeah. That, I remember you talking about Rudy. Yeah, that used then. to be George Lopez's night. And when George Lopez um, left it, it, Rudy Moreno took it over and... Okay. <clears throat> Now he just has a once a month thing, but um, he's still a big part of the um, Latino comedy um, circuit. Yeah. But um, I met him of all places at Kinko's in Monterey Park. He was oh. making flyers, and I was in theater at East LA College back then. Mm. And uh, I was making flyers, and I was like, "Oh, you you do the comedy thing?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're an actor, you know?" It's like, "Oh, maybe I need acting lessons one day, whatever." We hit it off, and we became friends. So. From like that point on, every time I would go to the ice house, I might say hi to him. And then eventually he'd be like, Rafa, whenever you want to come, uh-huh. you know, let me know. And so he'd like, you know, get me some tickets or he'd even like get me like a little VIP section on my birthday. And um, <clears throat> we became pretty close. Uh, and he, uh, well, just being there and being there all the time, you get to like know the comedians that are hanging out because they all hang out after. And it was when I was also... Um, I would stick around and drink a lot. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet um, closely and hang out closely with, like, Jeff Garcia and um, who else? I mean, I met George Lopez a couple of times, but I can't say that he knows who I am. But uh, I ended up meeting a lot of the local comedians, a lot of names, and um, eventually met people like Felipe. And uh, <clears throat> I met um, also Gabriel a few times. I actually even played disc golf with Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He has, on his TV show, he did a disc golf thing, uh, uh, his cable show, before his, his show now. Mm. This was a few years ago. He did a, a disc golf episode, and so he, like, practiced with me and some friends. Cause, nice. Uh, one, of his, um, uh, one of his acts that tours with him, Alfred Robles. Uh-huh. Oh, you know Alfred. Yeah, no, yeah I've yeah. never met him. I've never oh, met no, him. Oh, no, but you did, the, you did that podcast with their homies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he grew up a block away from me. No way. So, yeah, so Alfred and I uh, have known each other since we were kids. And uh, that's how I ended up in the disc golf thing with them. <clears throat> but also because of another friend of mine who was a, uh, a TV producer, too. That's the guy that uh, put that whole group together of disc golf. So, who I met through a photographer friend. So, it's like a lot of like people and people and connections. and <clears throat> um, Yeah, and then you end up playing disc golf with Fluffy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I forgot what my point was here. I went off on a tangent. I just being at the comedy club. Oh yeah, so be, yeah, people. being at the comedy club, and then uh, eventually, um, <clears throat> one day a friend of mine, um, Isaac El Flaco Martinez, wanted to. Um, 
he was getting into comedy, and I would I would sit with him, and and uh, he would write jokes, and I would listen to him, and you know, do the whole like try this and try that kind of a thing, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I was like, if you want to do comedy, you have to do it every day, like you have to get out there, and then mm-hmm. eventually I was, I was going with him a lot, but eventually I was like, I can't just keep going to clubs, so I started to, um, I was close with the people at Eastside Love, so I mm-hmm. said. You know, can I do a comedy night here? And so I started a comedy night there. I don't remember what year it was, but it was the year that Felipe was doing um, the last comic last comic standing. Yeah, yeah, because during that run of that show, so it had already been taped. So mm-hmm. during the run of that show is when I saw Cristela Alonso. Uh-huh. She lasted two episodes. But I knew, like, I was like, oh, that woman is dope. And I found her online and contacted her. I said, hey, I'm starting this comedy thing. Would you like to come do a set? She said, yes. She came out, and she did it a couple of times. So I have some pictures of her there um, at Eastside Love from back in the days. And so from the people that, there's a lot of people who did the show. So it was uh, Cristela Alonso, uh, <clears throat> Martin Martin. Martin Moreno. Yeah, Martin Moreno. And his son, Hooter, actually did his first set there. Or their first, like, father-son set was there. Or, like, they both performed in the same place was there a long time ago. Uh, Felipe came out a few times. Jeff Garcia came out. George Perez came out. And a a little known name, I don't know if you know who it is now, but he's uh, now, like, working on movies and stuff. But Dustin Ibarra. He came out. He did a. He did the set a few times. Um, yeah, there was, there was quite a few people, and uh, and it's interesting now to see like, you know, a lot of the people that I had then. Like one of the guys that was a bartender there hit me up. He was like, Rafa. He's like, I've been watching TV and or, and I was like, wow, those guys were right there. You know, they mm-hmm. were on the stage, and now they're like blown up. You know, nationally, and yeah. and they're doing really well. But um. Yeah, I was able to put on a show. It lasted it lasted a little bit, not too long, but we were doing it every Tuesday. It was like it was yeah. every Tuesday, every Tuesday kind of a thing. And we used to call it um Eastside Laugh. Uh-huh. Mac and Chistosos. But the thing there was that we were um for every show we offered the free mac and cheese. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a but, joke right there. But we had like Gourmet mac and cheese. Oh, of course. Yeah, we oh, had like some geez, sick ass, and and even the guy that started um, Baca Burgers, uh-huh. Chef uh, Aron Perez. Yeah, he, he did where, not. Where is he at? Well, he at at that point he yeah. did not have the food truck? a truck yet. Nothing. Nothing. <clears throat> and uh, he came out and did one of our mac and cheese things, and so like he had good. a whole table set up, and like and his mac and cheese was dope, you oh, know, dude, with that truffle. Uh, oh, <laughs> he man. always adds truffle to everything, uh-huh. so it was like it and was dope, brie, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, so um, we did that for a while, mac and cheese tostos, and it, it was a hit. We did pretty well, but um, it, dude, it, it's mac and cheese. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that alone was worth the the entrance, yeah. you know, yeah, seriously, because yeah. they were. It was, and when we didn't have like a, a a chef like that, we went out and got it like somewhere at some you know hipster okay. joint with like where we Wood knew the mac and cheese was sick, you know. For real, all yeah. right. Where they threw crumbles on top. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <clears throat> but um, that's serendipitous. Yeah. This is the first podcast that I do. But just yesterday, 
and I, I still haven't even contacted a lot of the people, but um, just yesterday I got the green light and the date to start a new comedy thing that's going to be at the Paramount in East L.A. Oh, yeah, dude, the Paramount. So the Paramount has been completely revamped. It's owned by a local homie. Um, mm-hmm. There's a brand new restaurant in there. Yep. Uh, the chef is local. There's going to be a brand new pizza place in the bottom. The chef is local. And the person that's doing all of the booking and um, calendaring of bands and stuff, she's also local. And so um, I went to tour it. Uh, I was invited to come and take a look and look around. They have a radio station there. Yeah. They have yeah. an art center. They have a ton of stuff. And uh, And I was like... You know, they said if you're ever interested in doing something, and I was like, "Ding!" <laughs> like, yep. let's let's um, bring back let's bring back this cheese. comedy thing. But no, we're not going to call uh, that. Pizza. pizza. It has a new name. I don't want to announce it yet okay. because uh, I'm working on on like finalizing it. Going to check mm. like you know if it's cool, if it's not taken or anything like that. <sighs> but I got a new name, a new brand, and I'm going to start um, pushing that um, on Monday if it all works out. And uh, yeah, and then um, this is going to be like a full-on comedy club experience right in the middle of uh, Boyle Heights where where um where um across the street from Jack in the Box on Mott and Cesar Chavez. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't know? get more Boyle Heights than yeah. that. Well, which, yeah, which which by the way. So there's different parts of Boyle Heights. But, you, but that, you have but, like okay, like but, Soto but, and Chavez. Yeah. You have okay. Soto and Olympic you know, Ugh, a lot of people forget that area, there. though. But, yeah, because the traffic. But that's like Wyvernwood, and but that's the spot. Like that area doesn't get a lot of love, but because the traffic sucks, <laughs> dude. It's unbelievable. Maybe, tough. but I'm everybody, talking about everybody humans. Goes, uh, humans just use it at the place. It's like we never left. There you go. We're back. <laughs> We're back on the Russian podcast. The the the, the Polish. The Polish hot dog, you know, thing. We're just we're having an interesting conversation <laughs> off air about Costco and who makes the best hot dog. Yeah, what's up with that? Why'd they get rid of that Polish know, dog? That That's was, the only thing. That was they the had best co- thing there. Yeah, what else are you gonna like, do? Like did they like get a bad deal this year? <laughs> yeah, did, did the chicken bake really take off <laughs> under everybody's noses? Like we just didn't pay attention? Yeah, I don't know. The salads or something. Yeah, I don't know. The world's changing. The That's churro. Right. Let's push the churro. Yeah. I, I've, I don't know if I've said this on here, but the first time I... It, it just goes to show how good of a deal that is. The first time <laughs> I went to Costco, I thought the lady was probably having a thing for me. <laughs> Because I ordered a hot dog, and uh, and then and then yeah no she said one fifty and I gave her the one fifty and then she dropped a cup and I was like, wow, She's fucking hooking it up. Oh, She's you hooking she it up. You a free soda. I thought she was like, mm-hmm. and she did yeah. give me like regular good customer service, but man, I, I don't uh, know if it's a thing with a just being a man. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, got it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still got it like that. You're still you know? walking with that same swag same from that swag. day. Yeah, <laughs> like thank you, lady, yeah. for the cup. Until I saw an old guy get one too, and I was like, <laughs> she she the, has all kinds of types, I guess. The only know? bad thing about that deal is that you can't buy a hot dog without a soda. Like if I want two hot dogs yeah. and just one soda, I so, can't do that. So stupid. I have to get two hot dogs and two cups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're walking out with two drinks, you know, and it's still you worth it. it. You don't have to fill up the other one, but yeah, you what might you as well do? say, "Can you keep that cup?" But yeah, I mean, it's worth it to just do like two hot dogs and yeah. Or can I get a cheaper hot dog? Can I get it for a dollar? Yeah, yeah, no, they can't do that. It's not in their system. Oh, God dang it. Yeah. 
what but, the, I don't even know where we were, man. Welcome back to um, yeah, welcome back to segment two of this podcast interrupted. <laughs> you know what I would I would have said like the reason I got the USB thing is because it sounds better, mm. but it's been fucking up so much on this one that it's like. What were you using before? I always use this. This is the but best. What setup, do you mean? So. Oh, so, what do you mean? Sounds better than what? It sounds the- better. Oh yeah. So I, like, it also has a connection where you could use. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the audio ones, and I got like an interface where yeah, yeah. you know we can mess with the sounds and stuff like that. But all those, all the construction sound would have come yeah, out yeah. too. So okay. we need a quieter place. This is great because we could have people talking next to us, and you won't hear. Yeah, you it. can't hear. Because yeah. right away, like it just, it just. <coughs> yeah, it just loses. Out. It's just uh-huh. omnidirectional. It's very, very bueno, unique. Bueno, 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 bueno. Right, dude, your people are freaking <laughs> the fuck out. They're like, I don't even know what happened in this podcast. You just went all over the place after they fucked up. That's hilarious. Oh, we were talking about the comedy clubs the and, comedy and continuing clubs. that thing. So yeah, we're gonna be bringing it to Boyle Heights. Oh yeah, and, and then bringing it... shitty traffic on Olympic and so oh, yeah. What I was gonna say was. <laughs> That intersection is so bad it's horrible. That, that you go you go through Boyle. Yeah. You go around. Oh, yeah. Always. If you know, yeah. If you know, you know. You, but, but you never go through that. If you section. look at the floor, or the, the the asphalt around that area, like it's always like fucked up, oh. like in deep grooves because of all of the big trucks that go through there, yeah. They always blame the trailers, but what about just the amount of people that go through no, there, right? No, it's the trailers. It is the trailers. They're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they are heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a bad place to go. Yeah. And then there, there's a speed bump. If you pass Sears, rest really? in peace. Yeah, there's like a, it, it's, you could say it's like part of, like the, the ground went down. Oh, it's not a speed bump, but it's the oh, floor is yeah. like but it's so fucked up that it's like a speed bump. It's like yeah. a speed bump, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, those are bad. It's almost like the wake of a boat, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right in the fucking asphalt right there is deep, a deep groove. Man. Put the needle on the record right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Conveniently, right there's like a tire shop right after yeah. the shock and suspension place right there. Huh. Huh. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yep, so that's yep. always a yeah. But there's there's that as a center. But yeah, definitely Mont and Chavez is 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 a big center. Yeah. I mean, if that that's if like gotten, takes you a little bit out of like. I mean, Soto and Chavez is just a few blocks away, but yeah. it's it's a little more chill, you know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And if you've ever and then gotten you have high the first, in East LA, first like, and that's boil part go. of. Boyle Heights, like that's another area. Yeah. Like the first and Boyle part, and yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a musical, you know, if you're yeah. if, if you're a Mexican guy with two families, <laughs> yeah. you're probably you're probably there in that area, in that little area. Uh, yeah. And yeah, you guys are going to do that there. That's such a beautiful building, right? Yeah, and you have to see it now. Um, it, I mean, I've been in that building since 1980 something. And my sister had her quinceañera there. No way. Yeah. So, um, and then for years there'd be like gigs and events there. Um, not, not active all the time, but it was active in little spurts. Mm-hmm. And so, um, with this new, um, new movement and new wave of momentum that's happening there, um, it's going to be pretty dope. <clears throat> I mean, it's a state of the art stage, state of the art sound system for bands and, and um, the kitchen is ridiculous. Damn. It's it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. So um, like, be ready for a real like experience. You know. Um, I also dig the like, you know, plastic tables, little experience, and you know, or, or even where there's no tables and just like yeah. benches, comedy clubs too. But um, no, this place is um, it should be fun. So, okay. fingers crossed. 
everything works out, the first one will be in October. I'm going to start pushing the name and all that stuff on Monday the 2nd of September. Is that the 2nd? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. When is this going to go up? It should be up uh, next Wednesday. Okay. So by the time you get this. Oh, actually, it'll be up on Tuesday. I should be pushing it already. Cool, man. Send me the link. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Send me a little picture. I'll I'll post it or something. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, um, yeah, wish us luck for that. And if you have any comedians, um, you know, send them my way. Um, I definitely want to put local people on there. That's part of the whole thing is that um, I hope to um, give like a space to locals that might not have like the courage or whatever it takes to go all the way to Hollywood and try to get on stage. Like, hey, come here and get on stage. And that might that might give you the boost you need to go somewhere else and try it, you know? So definitely local acts. If you're from Boyle Heights, East LA, El Sereno, Highland Park. Uh, we'll include the Southeast too. What's up, Bell? What's yeah. up, Gutta Hay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so all of you's like local comedians, um, uh, we'll put a link up with this yep. podcast, um, definitely. for, for, with the name of the place and somewhere where you can reach out to me and, um, Send me your info, and we'll try to get you um, five minutes to open up or something. Yeah. Well, dude, you've you've had like this this crazy drive of pushing people since as long as I've known you. The last one, I, again, I I go back to El Golfero, but you had like a you had a MySpace page. I remember. Oh, yeah. that's how we got. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. And it was I like had my ElGolfero.com. You know, yeah, but you could help people like it was you know, all one giant. Um, JPEG, it's a giant JPEG. <laughs> but you were like, "Oh yeah, you know, if you guys want to go out golfing, just let us know." And yeah, we want to take people out. And it's kind of like uh, aspire to inspire is one of the things that I heard when I was young that I kind of like that kind of like stuck to me. Mm-hmm. So you got to want to be that person that inspires other people. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I also see it like when I'm with my nephews and nieces. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like <clears throat> I always just want to. Um, like, teach them to not be afraid to try new things, you know? Right. Because I guess growing up, when I was a kid, um, and with the hardcore Mexican parents, it was like, callate, siéntate, callate, yeah. siéntate. Yeah. And back then, you did callate and you did siéntate, right. <laughs> you know, because right. you'd get smacked. And uh, my wave of parenting was more like, what do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to listen to you because listen uh, and understand. Yeah. Cause uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't have any of that, you know? So yeah. I gave a lot of that. I gave a lot of like listening to you. And I always think that, I mean, you have to have some kind of, you know, l- walls when you get, you can't just let people run like kids run free, but you do have to, um, just listen, listening and, uh, listening helps you, you know, understand. I don't know. But um, I I think I'm going off a little too much. But no, no, no. I mean, definitely just yeah, some some, some structure. Yeah, and some people. structure and some. I just forgot my point because I'm getting old now. No, dude. Uh, no, you'll be alright. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was raised. I was raised with zero structure. You know, like my, yeah. my parents divorced in sixth grade. So Ooh. from sixth grade through high school, like. I was I was on my own. I was skateboarding on the streets, you know, and it's it's things that I, I you know you look back mm-hmm. and you think about like, fuck. I, till this day, my 
wife hates it that I freaking, I don't really like to call or text. That's why I'm like, I want you to go with me so I don't have to worry about calling or texting anybody, you know? Like, uh, I got used to just leaving the house and just being yeah, gone yeah, yeah. for the whole day. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't have to reach out to anybody. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be home eventually, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's why I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. And then she's like, the only reason you want me to go is so you don't have to call me. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. 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 Or but turn on your location thing. so you can see where you're that's at. That's a good. That's that's also another thing. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, to get back to like inspiring and aspiring, yeah, I guess I've always like just been like, I don't know. I think I like to like share whatever I'm enjoying too. Like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Like, check it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. And you've been into cool shit for for a while. I try to. Um, my life was a, you know, I I I I wanted to work as a lawyer or in a law office and I did paralegalism for a little bit but little by little like my life pushed me into the arts and mm-hmm. like my life pushed me into theater <clears throat> and I was always writing rhymes I still write rhymes so like I was in a band too for a while where I was an MC and then uh, eventually no eventually into photography and like yeah. photography it's a trip because photography was the thing that I started to do when I gave up on everything really? it was like fuck work like i had a boss i had already started my own business doing graphic design and i was doing okay but then somebody convinced me to work for them again and i started to work for them and then uh we just had like ended up having uh uh, just disagreements and shit and i was like i never want to work for anybody you know i think i just have like a style of work where i just like to work my own way kind of a thing and uh and I just said, well, I'm going to take some time off. And I, I was I was um, taking journalism classes and writing for a magazine downtown. And <clears throat> I um, wanted to start taking my own pictures. And I, I bought my first digital camera. Was, I used to use film, but I didn't take a lot of pictures when I had film. I just, just like sparsely, just play around. Mm-hmm. But that time that I bought a new digital camera, I was like, I could take 100,000 pictures and like not have to pay for developing them, you yeah. know? So that was when I started to shoot. Every day, um, it, it happened in September of 2009 that I bought the camera. And in January 1st of 2010, I set out to do a whole year of photography. So it was 365 days of photo. <clears throat> I quit my job. I was like, when January comes around, I'm going to do a 365-day a, a photo blog. This was before Instagram, before people were posting every day. Yeah. I mean, maybe Instagram already existed, but it wasn't like it wasn't what, it, what it is. wasn't what it is now. Yeah, and um, I did that. It was like a way for me to dive into photography and like learn how to use the camera and let it become second nature, you know. And um, like I said, it was kind of like <clears throat> I'm just not going to worry about anything. I'm just going to take pictures, and I wasn't looking for it to become something, but it did, like on its own. And then it yeah. it's been. You know, it snowballed and it's been still like moving since then. And uh, <clears throat> recently um, sold some pictures to LACMA. Yeah. So now I'm in the LACMA collection, permanent collection. And I just got an email yesterday that uh, one of my photos is going to be included in a LACMA show. So that's really exciting coming from like somebody who just picked up a camera. And then um, what was my next point? So the LACMA show... Uh, I forgot what else. You got a book, <laughs> but, 
right? Yeah, I have a book coming out from the last show that I did at La Plaza. But I was going to go somewhere with that whole um, LACMA thing. But, oh, yeah, so I, the point was I was going to make was after, like, that 2010, <clears throat> when I did the 365-day photo shoot, like, that became the thing that just, like, kick-started the whole thing and catapulted the whole thing into where it is now. And so January 1st, 2020, mm-hmm. is going to be the 10-year anniversary. So I'm going to actually shoot an entire year again next year. Oh, damn. So next year, it's something I haven't done in a while because I don't... I used to walk the streets a lot. I mean, I was, like, out in the street all the time, yeah. everywhere, going places and taking pictures. And so uh, I haven't done that in a minute. Uh, I haven't carried my camera every day in a minute. But um, next year, I'm definitely going to, every single day of the year, going to be somewhere. Uh, yeah. So it's Rafa 2020. Damn. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm yeah. going to do that as um, just as, a, you know, as an anniversary kind of a thing. So an entire year of, like, photos of the day, 2020. We'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you going to post those daily on your Instagram? Or yeah. is it going to be? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is to have daily pictures i might not get around to it every day but Uh they're all they're all going to be in order like chronological order and dated you know right yeah that works that works one one thing that kind of comes up sometimes when people leave their jobs and they're they're like i'm going hard on this project (laughs) there's like a weird extra fuel right like yeah of course because the tenacity of like yeah and then well the second thing that happened was i also left drinking and uh, I used to spend a lot of time drinking. And when I left drinking, like, all of my energy really went into um, working. So those late nights that I would stay up, I was still up. But yeah. I wasn't out, you know, um, getting drunk. I was at home on a computer editing for hours and hours and hours and hours. And just learning how to use Lightroom and learning how to um, <clears throat> um, process my photos and and learning what I liked and creating like whatever gave me that whatever it was that gave me that like identity because people say they look at my pictures and they know that it's like oh that's a Rafa shot you know I could tell and whatever that is happened during that year of like just like continuing to edit so many you know literally hundreds of thousands of pictures so um, that's what did it so edit a lot if you want to (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the also the other thing that happened in that year was that um because I was posting only one photo a day it helped me refine my editing because uh I would go out and I would shoot I'd come home and look at all my pictures and I would have to like be like no good no good no good no yeah. good oh maybe no which good, one was good. The maybe. Shot of the yeah day. and then keep looking and then look at like 10 and be like mm, which one of these and then I learned to look at like subtle differences in the photos and learn to like um, just like train my eye, I guess, to kind of like see that, you know. Mm-hmm. And because I had already been doing graphic design as my business, I kind of already had a sense of composition. I had right. studied like some online composition stuff and uh, and uh, got an idea of like where things should be. But really, if you're a photographer out there and like, if I could tell you one thing that will help you, like, sharpen your photography um, eye is the rule of thirds. It's so simple. Yeah. The rule of thirds is so simple. And um, just sharpen that and uh, your images should, you know, 
at least tell a complete story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dude, what, so I, I don't know. You stopped drinking. Was yeah. it was it a conscious thing? Did you did oh, you yeah. say, or was it like a financial thing? Like, fuck, I ain't got no money. <laughs> no, it was all of the above. Yeah, yeah. But I thought drink. I literally thought I was gonna die. I oh, was yeah. like close to three hundred pounds. I was. Um, yeah, you were bigger. Yeah, no, I'm not saying you were bigger. Like, whatever, no, I was but bigger. Definitely. Maybe I was littler too. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you know, high school looking up to you. I, I had like, no Man. neck. You know. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I was um, I was pretty big, and I was. Uh, I really started to fear a heart attack because my dad had a heart attack and Kenneth's grandfather also mm. on her mom's side had a, a stroke, a serious stroke that put him down for years. And so that really scared me. That re- and I was a heavy drinker, um, you know. Just I wasn't like an all-day drinker, like a guy that would be at the bar all day, but... I definitely, like, spent a lot of nights out, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of nights out, yeah. And I wasn't, like, a guy that would, like, bring a, what do you call like, night train to the house and be like, I'm going to sit here and drink. Right. <laughs> you know? I just like to go out and, like, be at bars and drink, you know? So, yeah, but anyways, yeah, that that um that whole thing, that year, I, I because of, like, the health risk that I felt, I also went vegan. Like at the same time, I just quit everything. I just like mm. said, I'm going to change my life. And uh went vegan and stopped drinking. And to this day, I haven't drank. Um, but I, I did go back to eating meat. Because <laughs> yeah, it's delicious, man. <laughs> Not just because it's delicious. I could. I think I could live without it if if um oh, you if it was easy if it was easy <laughs> to uh, to have like the vegan food all the time. It's really uh, difficult to mm-hmm. do that all the time. And once I fell off, it was hard to get back on. But I definitely did have a good run at the vegan food. And I still eat vegan yeah, but as ca- often as I can. Like, fucking cashew cheese sucks dick. Like, I, mm. I've had an Impossible Burger, but you just got to get real cheese on it, you know? And and, and I and I, I get it, you know? Mm. Shouldn't eat dairy, inflammation, but a slice, you know? No, I know, yeah. It's moderation, but we don't live in a moderation fucking society. It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> How many cheeseburgers a week do you have? Uh, on a good week? <laughs> exactly. That's not no, moderation. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I mean, I don't eat fast food, but I mean, lately, yeah. like, because um, I had that uh, Stephanie, she's a, she's a butcher out in Standings Butchery, uh-huh. chef and stuff like that. And it's, I mean, they eat burgers every day. Yeah. But it's it's real. Yeah, dope but also like you, you, how can you afford to eat that every day? Like some people can't, you know. Right, but that that's really the issue that it should be that expensive. It should be that expensive, and you shouldn't eat meat every day. Yeah. Right. Like once a week, have a fucking have a really nice steak, yeah. and then the rest of the time, yeah, you should yeah, be eating salad. Yeah, you salads. should be eating salads. Yeah, like yeah. More vegetables and fruits. Yeah, yeah. I'm just bothered because of the drinking. So I guess no, you. it's 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 true. I mean, I fucking love it. I love fucking steak. I love to cook a steak. I love all that. Um, and I make a really good burger. No way, really. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but um, I I also like you know understand. you can't do it every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of I way. mean, I I still fight it. I still eat a lot of burgers. Don't get me wrong. Right. Well, now I do. But yeah. that time that I was vegan, um, it was also hard. Like around the family. Because even my mom was like, ay, mijo, yeah. comete un taco, ay, mijo. She would even be with the beer, like, ay, que te va a hacer una, you know? And I'm like, no, mom, you don't understand. Yeah, people like, love to just, yeah, you know. Yeah. This is like my own mom. I'm like, yeah. stop it. Um, but, 
But then you have like seven. They're like, hey, slow the fuck down. Yeah, exactly. I've always said it. I've always said it that it's the same thing whenever it's because um, I just got married, right? But it's how long have you been married for a few months? I've been together for years. Really, just yeah. a few months. Oh, a few congratulations! Months, man. Back in uh, May. Wow, no, you forgot already. <laughs> I already forgot. I, I'd forget my own birthday. I'm horrible with dates. I'm, I'm dates the worst. Are bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I purposely, I think I over tip because I can't do math. Like I'm just uh, like, oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. But um, yeah. the 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 track that some people will put you on, you know, they're like, oh, nice, get married, or, or you guys are engaged oh, yeah, now, yeah. get married. It's like, oh, we're saving up for the wedding, whatever. Then it's like, get married already. And then yeah. it's then you get married. Then like, when are the, when are the kids coming? Yeah. And then they just kind of want to see you in this perpetual thing. And yeah. then until you're just as sad as they are, <laughs> they're like, fucking kids, right? And like. Well, you don't have to be sad. It seems but, like they're sad. It seems like, but they, but they can't help but tell you. Yeah, yeah, You should yeah, do the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. So uh, like, that's oh, another that's... thing too, because the opposite is also the same. Like, yeah. I also say like, ah, oh, goddamn, relationships are stupid, you know, or like whatever. And it's like, but at the end, it's I'm like, don't take my advice, <laughs> right? <laughs> because you know, I'm like, I haven't been good at it. So it's kind of like a. Uh, yeah, I mean, both sides can be the same thing. You could be really depressed, not in a relationship, but also yeah. depressed in a relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole thing is, like, to balance yourself wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and I think everybody should have kids, so hurry up. <laughs> 31, man. I, you know oh, you're, you're, yeah. yeah, that's the right age, 30s. 30s, yeah. It used know, to uh, be 20s, now it's 30s. Now you it's know? 30s. Yeah, don't she's wait till 27, you're 40. So I'm not, you know, yeah, she's not right. in a well, whole her... crazy rush, but... You know, I, whatever she feels. Yeah, lately, man, I've been feeling like I, like I, weirdly enough, you know, it's kind of weird hearing it from a guy, right? Mm-hmm. To to be like, yeah, I kind of want kids, man. That's and not I, weird. It's not weird, no. right? You think, but I think it's weird because, because you know why? Because I think because I spent my whole high school career mm-hmm. not trying, like trying not to get anybody knocked up. And that was a that was a, a long success. time ago, bro. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's like I, I thought several times it would have happened. You know, just just based on. Yeah. I thought I thought as soon as you graduated Garfield, they handed you a baby. Like, oh yeah, oh, here you go. go. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. But um, it, it's weird. I go through things, or I, I I go places, you know, and and I kind of feel like it's a little muted. Like, all right, I like having nice meals. I like yeah. going nice places, you know, yeah. like uh, you know, having. A, a beautiful dinner overlooking the Bay of Ensenada and Valle de Guadalupe, you know, like yeah, some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But there's a weird thing that almost goes like, "Fuck, I want to share it with, with, with somebody." You know, like, what's the point of consuming all this shit? Why do I read books? You know, like, still, why do I read oh, books? Read? No, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I started, we started reading because we we're like, "Hey, our kids gonna have stupid parents." Look, <laughs> you need a kid. Well, you don't need a kid. You don't need but- a kid. I always suggest you have a kid while you're young because, like, the fact that, I mean, my daughter was born when I was 19, uh, we kind of grew up together in a way, you know? Like, I was still growing up at 19. I mean, she's buying you backpacks for your EDC Yeah, now she's getting me backpacks and, like, Uh uh, hooking me up all the time, you know? She's doing well. She's doing great. And, like, she's dope. But, um, like, the thing of being a young dad is uh, the energy you have. Mm. And that's something that you don't know yet. Like, you don't know 
how much energy you're going to lose in 10 years when you hit 40. <laughs> you know, you don't know how hard it's going to be at that age to like run around with your kid. Yeah. You know, um, you just don't know that. So your brain doesn't compute that into the equation yet. Mm -hmm. So having kids at a younger age is, is um, good because of that, but also because it helps you grow too. And, mm -hmm. and um, um, I've had a few friends that after they have the child, they're like, you were right. Because you do get to revisit the entire world yeah. when you have a child. Like the whole thing of seeing the world through your children's eyes is real yeah. because you're looking at them, look at the world and you're like, Oh yeah, that is kind of interesting. You know, right. things that you take for granted that they start to like notice and you do, you, you, you relearn a lot of things and you re um, appreciate the world, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, and it's, I've been wanting a second child for a long time, but um, it hasn't happened. But I'm also like, I gave myself a cutoff at 45, but I'm like, maybe 50, yeah. maybe 50. <laughs> you can do it, man. No, I can, but, you know, it's, it just, it gets harder the older you get because, like. The dude from the Rolling Stones is like, what, 80 or something? That's not he, the point. Yeah, and you can always, you can around. always have a kid, but that's not the thing. The thing is, like, yeah. to be able to um, have the energy to give back to them, too, right. you know. Yeah, right. you want to be able to. um to uh, interact and run around and, and get ideas with them and, and share that kind of stuff. And uh, the older you get, the harder that gets. Because uh, you just want to be like, let me rest. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Because um, we hang a lot, a lot with Candace's little sister, and she has an amazing amount of energy. And a lot of times I'm like, slow down, <laughs> slow down. Like, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you, you, uh, I think you should, uh, well, I think people in general should take advantage of being young parents if you can. Because the only reason why we're having children at older ages is, um, uh, I guess, because of, you know, the way that life is structured in mm -hmm. this world. But, yeah. you know, naturally, we, we were having children at young ages yeah. back in the days. There is no right way to live your life, I say. And, you know, if it happens when you're young, you know, then just... Find a balance where you're at. Right. You know, if, if you happen to wait till you're older, you know, whatever it is, wherever you're at, just find a balance in your life in that in that point in time. But I I, I definitely um, wish I had the energy of uh, I had when I was younger. With the knowledge that I have now. Oh, dude, <clears throat> there's man. something that happened to me when I hit 40. I like to tell this. When I turned 40, uh, this thing happened in my head where... I saw everything with what I called 40-20 vision uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> or 20-40 vision. Uh, I no longer saw things, um, you know, just normal. I saw things as a 40-year-old and remembered them how I saw them as a 20-year-old. Yeah. So I was able to, like, have something to compare. Like, a, a, and you're talking about 20 years. Definitely. As an adult. As an adult is a lot of um, processed information in your brain. And so to be able to see something as a 40-year-old and then still have, like, the knowledge of how you saw it as a 20-year-old and then compare them and be like, well, what's better? What's smarter? Did I do it right then? And am I doing it right now? What would be a good example of that? I, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything right now. But, just um, situations maybe? Just yeah, just but even people. things like, like having children, you know. At yeah. 20, I probably was like, I'm crazy. I shouldn't be having a baby. But at 40, I was like, I should have had more babies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I wish I had more kids. Um, 
Uh, but also, like, I'm really lucky that I had one child that has been, you know, pretty awesome. Because I was like, I was always like, that second baby's gonna be crazy, as hell. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. And I never got my second child, but um, but yeah, my daughter's been just like, you know, pretty cool, pretty dope, and we get along great. And I've seen um, other parents suffer yeah. with um, with children her age too. Like, so it's it's yeah, it's it's a uh, pretty you never know you roll the dice when you have a kid so i always imagine yeah the second child is going to be madness going to be a monster yeah yeah but. yeah i was second child so yeah oh yeah, yeah i fucking <laughs> i almost burned our house a few times but you know? you look like a good kid i mean that's what I'm, everybody I'm, says I'm, right? a, yeah. I'm an all right kid yeah. you know the I'm thing is that right you kid. know yeah like you're smart enough to know right and wrong but, well, but you still, not according to that time we almost burned down there. That's what I mean. You still like tend to like be like, oh, let's just see what let's happens. just see what happens. Yeah, yeah we, I, we 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 lived in you know like uh, up up in City Terrace and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you get off the ten freeway on City Terrace, if you look straight up, it's that gray house. It's it's the gray on the hill. Wait, where where? Uh, when you when you exit the ten freeway, mm-hmm. get off on City Terrace, mm-hmm. you look straight up. Mm-hmm. It's the the street's called Rambo's, mm-hmm. but we lived in that gray house mm-hmm. at the very top floor. And then right next to it's still an empty lot. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there's that's like where you burned. That's where we burned. We're <laughs> we're downstairs because the kids that lived in the bo- mm-hmm. in the bottom houses were bad kids. They're they're yeah. fucking maniacs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they found matches and we're flinging matches at each other. You know, so we're just playing with matches. And then they it they it caught a little bush on fire. And then one of the kids thought it was funny to try to put it out with you know by peeing on it. And then he got real close and burned his. Dick a no. Bit. Yeah. yeah, and then it just, and then we're like, oh, this is getting crazy. And instead, well, I think when all that you was happening, my cousin ran upstairs. He was he was older, and uh, and then it just kept on getting bigger. So then I left. I was like, oh fuck wow. this, you know, yeah. just ignore it. And then I and I tell him, hey, I think it's getting worse. And both look out the window, <laughs> and it's on fucking fire. Like it is burning. My my cousin goes to tell my dad. They were playing with matches, and now it's burning outside. Everybody runs out with hoses and shit. They're trying to put it out. Fire department comes. My dad comes in, and he beats my ass for being down there. And then he beats my cousin's ass. Porque los hombres no son mitoteros. Son of a bitch. Yeah. That's hilarious. He just yeah. felt like hitting somebody else. Oh, he was. You're all responsible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all getting hit today. He, he probably knew that he was involved somehow. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. We all guilty faces all over the place. And those kids were like outside playing after yeah. that. They didn't get no repercussions. Oh, we're hilarious. outside with our asses all hurt. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. But that was. Yeah, I guess. I guess we're kind of bad kids. But as kind of good kids, I guess. Well, the we thing smoked is cigars like, and played golf. You know? We. we my parents also for a, for a while separated when um, I think I was in seventh grade when they separated, mm-hmm. and uh, when they separated, uh, my mom was at work. My dad was not around anymore, mm-hmm. and it was five of us, and we just took care of ourselves, and so we pretty much managed our own lives. My mom didn't, you know, she didn't know anything of United States life. She's from Mexico, straight mm-hmm. up from the rancho, and so she was just like. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to pay the rent. Yeah. You guys go to school and take care of your shit. So yeah. um, we didn't have uh, parental control after that. And um, my dad eventually came back home. But when he came back home, we were already teenagers. And uh, he really didn't have any more, like, 
control over our lives, mm-hmm. almost zero, like literally. So, and he never even tried either after yeah. that. So we, we, because of that, like we lived a lot in the streets, you know, we, we just like you, you know, like you got home, you did a little bit of homework if you had it and then just head out and yeah. you'd come back whatever time you wanted, nine, 10, you know, and your yeah. kids, but you were out in the street and yeah. And I mean, there were even times back then without cell phones and beepers that we didn't come home, freak the fuck out of my mom and come back mm-hmm. the next day and like, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you tell me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just different times. I mean, I'm talking like 70s and 80s, so that was even more like. You could really. Yeah, well, 70s, I was a baby, but I guess it's 80s. 80s. Yeah, 80s. Yeah, so there was a lot of, um, a lot of just being in the streets, just being like, just chilling with your friends, and and we luckily we weren't um, into a lot of drugs, you know. But we did drink, but we weren't into a lot of drugs. So thank God for that, that we didn't end up, you know, because I have some other people that ended up going down that route, going down that route and ending up in like jail forever and doing bad drugs and getting sick and dying and, you know, on the drug side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, luckily um, in my family, we stayed away from that and uh, just serious alcoholics, <laughs> well, you know, just serious alcoholics. Damn, man. I, I told my daughter once, uh, when she was young, I told her, you're going to, we're both going to break cycles in our families. I don't even know if she remembers this. I should ask her if she remembers this. Mm-hmm. But I told her, you're going to break the teenage pregnancy cycle in your family. Because her mom, her grandma, and her great-grandma were all teenage moms. And um, and I said, I'm going to break the alcoholism cycle. So it took me a while to do it, but... Um, and still to this day, you don't drink? Yeah, yeah, still to this day. Wow. Yeah. It's been like six years only. Okay. And uh, Congrats, man. That's, that's a big deal. And she hasn't had a child, but I'm like, all right, you're almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> and now now the story's turned to like, look, uh, I might not have another kid. Yeah. It doesn't look like it, so I want to be a granddad. Yeah. Um, but she's not in a hurry. She's not in a hurry at all. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. man, that's... I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different. You're like, hey, you took us. Too, you took this too far. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, like, I might want to be a doctor, Dad. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, no, no. She's not going back to school, according to her. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, school's a very weird thing. I mean, I, yeah. I kind of feel like I fucked up by going to school a little bit. Well, she finished Cal State, but oh, okay. um, I've been trying to. Well, I did for a while, like encourage her to get a master's in something, but. Um, mm. She doesn't, um, she's not interested in that. And she's doing great, so yeah. I'm not worried about her. That's like another 80 grand or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, 80 grand, what's that? It's a, it's a lot. It of all money. goes away when you die. Uh, does it? No, I think it, I think <laughs> the family it stays pays with for your it. Fuck yeah. it. Let the family worry about it. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't Put know. my credit in the, in the, I'm in the, the guy grade. that ruined his credit at 12 and hasn't fixed it since. So. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll take that Spider Man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. With what money? Yeah, give me the, the Spider-Man credit. on credit. I'm still paying uh, it. <laughs> yep. Oh, I believe it, dude. I believe it. Yeah. Well, fucking hell, man. I feel like we could talk for hours, man. Definitely. I'll come back another time. Cool. We'll do um, that. After we start the comedy thing, I'll come and I'll bring a comedian guest or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd we'll do that. We'll we'll talk and, and see how that whole thing yeah. turned out. It's a beautiful place. And, and yeah, get some good comedy, uh, some good comedians in there. And Yeah. Let yeah, me just say, check like out my website. Um, yeah. 
www of people uh, still write that no <laughs> no http <laughs> rafa.la that's all just okay. rafa.la um and i have a show coming up at avenue 50 with a group show uh that's not photography it's prints that i made mm. i have uh another show that's going to happen at um uh, Senator Durazo's, I think that's her last name. Senator Durazo's office um, that I just got um, an announcement for, and um, working on new new stuff for next year, and the comedy shows. So check out my website. If you have any questions, you can talk contact me through there, and um, you can order the book that's going to be out. Um, supposed to be in September, but I think I'm going to do the release date sometime in October at La Plaza de Cultura y Artes downtown. Thank you. And uh, I think that's it. Can't Beautiful, think of anything man. else. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we'll cool. sign up next time for uh, for disc golf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Beautiful, I'm down. Man. I'm down to start an East LA group. That works. That works. We'll wear jerseys, you know? Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's like dickies and white shirts. That'll well, be us. What, what, um, what this group does is uh, we have a we have a, they're like bottle openers, but it's a tag numbering system. Oh. So everybody in the group has a number, and uh, when you play, if you beat a person with a better number, you get to take their number. Oh, snap. Yeah. So, okay. like, at the at the beginning of the game, we all look at each other's numbers, and we're like, all right, you're number one, I'm after you, you Damn. know? So you want to have that number one spot, and yeah, so there's a lot of groups that create like their little numbering system there's also a international worldwide one that you could um log into online and be a part of the international rankings it's crazy huh? yeah this is nuts man <laughs> this is a whole different world well i'm gonna frisbee this weekend hopefully yeah. it'll draw like a good base all right all right all right <laughs> well, that's it for another episode of the dude from la podcast thank you rafa for coming on Ciao. peace <laughs>